Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the JRPG Report. This is episode 228, and my name is Dalton Suter. And not to not to hold you back from the news too terribly long, but before we get into it, I just wanted to thank you all for tuning in each and every week. Uh, and this week, at the end of the news, I have a little bit of a list to go through that I think that we will all find entertaining. Um, only because the news was a little light this week on actual like news news. And you'll see what I mean as we get along. So I hope you enjoy it nonetheless. And let's get rolling. Publisher and developer Square Enix and developer Tose have released new information and screenshots for Dragon Quest Treasures and introducing the game's treasures and how to find them. Square Enix has also opened physical edition pre-orders at retailers worldwide. Users who pre-order Dragon Quest Treasures from participating retailers will receive the following in-game items. Five Chimera Wings, which return the player to the base immediately without losing any treasure. 15 better buddy better buddy bullets easy for me to say which increases the likelihood of a monster wanting to join the player's gang and full heal pellets uh you get five of those as well to fully his- restore the hp of a single ally so the floating continent of draconia where the adventure takes place is formed from the ancient bodies of two legendary golden dragons and it compromises of several islands it's home to seven legendary dragon stones Special artifacts sought after by all treasure hunters worth their salt. Each of the dragon stones is shaped like the part of the body of a dragon. You won't find any dragon stones on the island where your base is located. You'll need to travel to the other five islands to find them, using hints to help you close in on their hiding places. And of course, dragon stones aren't the only valuable items found in Draconia. Far from it, in fact. As you explore the islands of Draconia, you may find many items. These are classified as treasures or quote-unquote bric-a-brac, depending on their rarity. Extremely rare pieces are considered quote-unquote iconic. Iconic treasures are far from easy to acquire, and their value reflects this. Getting hold of iconic treasures is essential if you're to become the world's greatest treasure hunter. And treasures can be placed in many different subcategories, including weapons, armor, and items. And you may even recognize some of them as being very important indeed. And they show some pictures of some of the treasures that you can find, raising... uh, Ranging, man, I can't talk today. Ranging from about 8.5 million gold to 11,000 gold. So, you know, it goes in between. Uh, you may be wondering, how do you find all this wonderful loot, though? The process of finding treasures can be broadly organized into four steps. Choose an island to start your journey. Finding materials and bric-a-brac. Finding rare treasure. And getting your treasure appraised. So, uh, there's that to look forward to with Dragon Quest Treasures coming out. Uh, the more it shapes up, the more it seems like something I might dip my toes into. Um, maybe. Maybe. If it ends up coming out on PC, I might check it out for sure. Uh, but Dragon Quest Treasures is due out for the Nintendo Switch on December 9th worldwide. So, some sort of uh, JRPG-adjacent news. Publisher Atlas and developer Arc System Works have released the rollback netcode update for the PlayStation 4 and PC versions of Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. <coughs> Rollback netcode helps make online matches as smooth as possible, regardless of the other player's connection. For the PC version of the update, players need to opt into a beta branch. To do this, from the Persona 4 Arena Ultimax in your Steam library, right-click, go to Properties. Then navigate to the Betas tab and enter the beta access code P4AUOpenBeta03. From the drop-down menu and select open beta 3 or open underscore beta underscore 3. So if that is something that you've been waiting for, because I know a lot of my friends that are into these fighting games that they are always harping on about rollback. So if you've been waiting for that, boom, go check it out now. Rolling right along, the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion Title 1 update will launch on August 10th. So as I'm recording this, this launched today. In addition to the previously announced Lucent 
Nargakuga and Seething Basil Geese. And they really know how to name these monsters. The update will also add new monsters Silver Rathalos and Golden Rathian. And here's an overview of the update from Capcom. This update is bristling with new content for the kingdom's heroic hunters, including the return of four fan-favorite monsters, plus an expansion to the Anomaly quest system for increased challenges and rewards. In addition to all content arriving tomorrow for the hunters who have reached Master Rank 10, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, players will also receive new event quests every week following the update. Last seen in 2013's Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, Lucent Narcoga, uh, Nargakuga, excuse me, refracts moonlight off its bright white fur to become nearly invisible, save for its piercing red eyes. Its relentless attacks and incredible swiftness make for a punishing target, even for the most experienced hunters. This agile predator makes its roost in the newly redesigned Forlorn Arena, divined by crumbling stones, buildings, and colonnades. As if one unseen foe wasn't enough to handle, hunters must also prepare for the seething basil gist to crash the party with its incredibly volatile explosive scales. Known as an airborne menace with a penchant for arriving at the most inconvenient of times, the seething basil juice brings a bombastic flare to any hunt. Finally, the Golden Rathian and the Silver Rathalos are also swooping into Title Update 1. These rare subspecies are even more ferocious than their iconic counterparts. In addition, the armors that can be created from the monster's materials added in version 0.11 will include new unique skills. Alongside these harrowing new contenders, the Anomaly Research Quest system has been expanded as part of Title Update 1. The new 5-star rating for Anomaly Quest has been unlocked, which includes new afflicted monsters such as the Lunagaran and the Magma Almodran, which can be unlocked by progressing through the new Anomaly Investigation Quests. In addition, a new quest system, uh, Anomaly Investigations, also has been added. These quests offer randomized quest conditions such as target monsters, locales, and the number of hunters at gradually increasing difficulty ratings. The higher the difficulty rating, the better the reward. Anomaly investigations also offer new materials that enable hunters to further customize their equipment and curious crafting. Hunters that can customize their preferred enhancements such as attack power and affinity for weapons and for armors, defense and resistance, skill points can be randomly changed. Ooh, that was a heck of a sentence. Hunters looking for specific materials can stop by the Bahari, the scientist's new... Anomaly Research Lab to exchange special items gained from Anomaly Investigations with items useful for curious crafting. And in addition to all of this content, new event quests will be rolling out every week starting August 18th, 2022, alongside extra challenging dual threats. And those hunts were for those looking to test their mettle. Fashion hunters and Fiorain fanatics have also have plenty to celebrate with the new downloadable content options for layer armor, hairstyles, stickers, BGM, and even NPC costumes that allow hunters to mirror their favorite characters in Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. The layered armor allows players to take on the appearance of Fiorain, and the voice DLC will give players her voice during their hunts. So if you were into all of that and you play Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, definitely check that out. It is available on Switch and PC via Steam as we speak. So I have to ask you guys a question. Have you heard of the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV? Chances are that you have, and you might be among the potential players interested in giving it a go. Luckily, Square Enix is there for you with a new Final Fantasy XIV animated starter guide series. The Final Fantasy XIV animated starter guide is a planned seven-part video series. The official page currently lists five videos available, not including the introduction. All star two characters, a Viera veteran named Mayra and, a, and Kaz, a new cat boy fresh off the chocobo cart. Mayra shows Kaz the ropes, beginning from character creation... And uh, Kaz chooses to start life in Eorzea as the novice gladiator. The latest video available covers joining a grand company, Kaz's first trial in the Bowl of Embers, and personal mounts. 
Overall, the content covers what a player might see in their first 20 levels or so. So I thought that was super cool. Um, it's definitely nice to have a visual aid. I've, I've had some friends that tried to get into Final Fantasy XIV, but it very much overwhelmed them with everything that you can do right off the bat. So this might be a good thing to help people kind of have a path to follow, if that makes sense. Kind of give them a set uh, a set set of goals. Anyways, Final Fantasy XIV is available for PC, PS4, and PS5. The game's free trial period covers all of the content from the base game and the first expansion, Heaven's Ward. Characters in the free trial can play up to level 60. The next patch, version 6.2, will add various new features like an island sanctuary, and the Final Fantasy XIV animated starter guide series is still ongoing at the time of writing. So Atlas has released a new English trailer for Soul Hackers 2 dubbed Aeon's Allies and Mission. Cities of humanity are largely dens of neon lights, convenience, and corruption. Karakucho is no different, and behind all the glitz and violence, a world-ending disaster is fast approaching. The fate of humanity falls to the agents of Aeon, who must decrypt their destinies to save the world from apocalypse in this brand new RPG from Atlas. Welcome the agents of Aeon. The end of the world is at hand. Two AI beings, Ringo and Figu, have been created by the digital hive mind Aeon to prevent this calamity. But to do that, they're going to need some help. As Ringo reviews her human allies, she'll come to understand them better. However, Ringo herself is affected by her companion's conflicted emotional states. Enter the Soul Matrix. To help ease their cognitive conflict, Ringo can delve into the Soul Matrix, a vast labyrinth of their collective minds. By getting to know her companions, named as Arrow, Milady, and Saizo, and raising their soul levels, she can help identify and work through Arrow, Milady, and Saizo's lingering regrets. There will be times when Ringo can hang out at Bar Hydrant and raise everyone's spirits and their soul levels. Descending deeper into each member's soul matrix may also have benefits in combat, but that is the topic for another day. This ragtag group may not always agree, but they'll need to cooperate if they want to discover the truth behind their fates and save humanity in the process. Soul Hackers 2 is due out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam and Microsoft Store on August 25th in Japan and August 26th worldwide. If you'd like to check out that trailer, check out the J- at JRPG report on Twitter. I did retweet this. So the Fantasy Star 2 soundtrack will be available in vinyl format. Ship to Shore Phonico has opened pre-orders for the new vinyl soundtrack based on the classic Sega Genesis RPG on its website. The product is available for $30 US, and the publisher will ship it in Q4 2022. The soundtrack will come with an eight-page booklet containing artwork of Fantasy Star 2's characters, and it will include a total of 22 tracks, 11 on each of the two sides. Ship to Shore Phonico is gradually releasing vinyl soundtracks from Sega's Fantasy Star series. In May 2022, it opened pre-orders from the vinyl soundtrack from the series' first ever entry. The first vinyl has since sold out, and those who have pre-ordered it can expect their product to ship in Q3 2022. Fantasy Star 2 originally appeared on the Sega Genesis, or the Mega Drive, uh, in 1989 in Japan and 1990 in the West. The classic RPG is currently available digitally on Xbox consoles and PC via Steam. The Fantasy Star 2 vinyl soundtrack will release Q4 2022. So publisher Furyu and developer Three Rings have released a new trailer for the action RPG Trinity Trigger, detailing changes it has made in response to user feedback from the May-released demo. Highlighted updates do include the Synchro Gauge, which was previously displayed separately from the character, has been moved to above the character. Perfect Evasion has been introduced, which can be used to attack without break. Modified the frequency of attacks on allies and adjusted the amount of damage received so they do not die unreasonably. 
made the encyclopedia easier to understand, modified so that necessary information is displayed in an organized manner, now displays the total of number of treasure chests on the field and amount required as to un- avoid unnecessary exploration, hidden bosses have been placed on all fields, adding further replayability, dashing, which was previously controlled by a by pressing the A button, is now automatic, objects to replenish items before boss fights have been added, an added shortcut to change weapons, using uh, use shortcuts to switch between frequently used weapons to maintain the game's tempo, and added scenarios and enhanced event scenes to further immerse the player into the game's world. Trinity Trigger is due out for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch September 15th in Japan. Fingers crossed that we get a release over here, because that would be pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So, remember, you remember last week when I signed up for the Idea Factory International uh text where they asked you to text pudding to that number so i did that and yesterday i got a text message that said game industry connection established call from plan Neptune incoming in 24 hours uh but i never got a phone call <laughs> so i don't know what's going on with that uh i haven't heard anything i haven't seen anything I, i've checked twitter i haven't really seen anything on there about it either so i don't know if maybe it was delayed a day um i'm not really sure what's going on there but I will report back again next week, and we'll see uh, what's going on. We're uh, there's like speculation that it's going to be about sisters versus sisters, uh, but we shall see. And and see that that is where the news would stop this week, and this would be a really really short episode. And I don't want to do that to you guys because I know short episodes that uh, your drive might you know it might end a little early, and then you're going to be like, oh well, what am I going to listen to now? So let's run through this here at the end. I have a list from seriousgaming.com and it is the top 15 upcoming jrpgs of 2022 and beyond so starting off this list of games that are coming going to be coming out is valkyrie elysium release date september 29th 2022 platforms ps4 and ps5 valkyrie elysium was during uh, was announced during playstation's earlier uh state of play this year and is set for release later on this year it is since the announcement we haven't gotten any updates on it but that is a minor issue that will do little to diminish the anticipation from many fans of the long dormant valkyrie profile franchise unfortunately until we have something more concrete to release this title remains as the opener for this list and i believe since they've released this list they did release a trailer for the game at least Uh, up next another one to look forward to at number 14 is grand blue fantasy relink tentative release date 2023 platforms ps4 ps5 and pc the second title on our list is Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Unfortunately, the game has been delayed into 2023, but since it is part of the Grand Blue Fantasy franchise, there is little doubt the game will see further delays. At least we hope so. The franchise has garnered a large fan base over the years, and we think that this spinoff will only add to the franchise's following. And I agree. You know, anytime you get to dip your toes into something new in a long and cherished series it usually is pretty good and it tends to bring new eyes in, into the series you know kind of like persona 5 did for the persona series number 13 the diofield chronicle release date september 22nd 2022 platforms ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x and s nintendo switch and pc square enix is really getting into the habit of announcing jrpgs that are supposedly coming out later this year and not putting a tentative release date on it uh come on square although since this has been released they did really they did announce the actual release date so i don't know if you've uh, realized this yet but this list isn't exactly written the best and uh i should have proofread it a little better but we're gonna stick with it we've already started we're gonna stick with it number 12 <laughs> is star ocean the divine force 
October 27th, 2022 release date. Uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and PC will be seeing this release. And it is of the opinion of this article's writer that there hasn't been a quote-unquote great Star Ocean game since Star Ocean till the end of time. I would disagree, but yeah. Nevertheless, the JRPG series is still much beloved to this day despite the ups and downs of the more recent titles. It is for this reason alone that the Divine Force is on this list. It's been a while since we've heard anything about this title. Commonplace in the modern Square Enix, but that's come to be expected. Number 11. The Legend of Heroes, Trails from Zero. September 27th, 2022 is the release date for this, and the platform will be PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. The original Legend of Heroes, Trails from Zero, was considered one of the best entries in the franchise. Unfortunately, the game never got a Western release. Until now. Ever since the 40th anniversary celebration event, Falcom has gone all in on its many older JRPG titles. We are all grateful to them for it. Lloyd Bannings and the rest of the special support section will have their hands full with odd jobs and helping people in need, all while uncovering some pretty dark secrets. Number 10, and this one's more for the Japanese fans, so we won't dive too far into it, but it is The Legend of Heroes Kiro Nakaseki 2 Crimson Sin, September 29th, 2022, PS4 and PS5. Number 9, a game that we talked about a little bit earlier, Soul Hackers 2. Release date, August 26, 2022. Platforms, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Part of the Shimigami Tensei series, the Soul Hackers 2 is the latest game in the Devil Summoner JRPG subseries. In a war between Devil Summoners, it is up to Ringo and her team to decrypt destiny and save the world from the apocalypse. The plot of the game is kind of convoluted. It involved several of them trying to solve their own murders. If only it wasn't... Fit- if only the world's fate wasn't on the line, but it won't be a Shin Megami Tensei game without that. <laughs> Since the game's announcement, Soul Hackers 2 has been dropping regular updates through the character trailers and summoner guide videos, and it looks like we'll be getting more as we approach the August release date. Number eight, one that I haven't, I don't think I've heard of. Uh, tentative release dates 2022 uh, for PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. The game is Chained Echoes. Chained Echoes is, a, is the very definition of classical RPGs. It's going to have dozens of hours of gameplay, turn-based battles, and our own airship slap on giant mechs and this game gets put on the list faster than you could say Final Fantasy IX. Japanese companies may have outgrown the classical style, but it's heartening to see more and more Western companies take up the mantle and continue making the JRPGs we grew up with. Number seven, Ewan and Chronicles, 100 Heroes. Tentative release date, 2023. Platform, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, and PC. After a successful Kickstarter campaign, the original minds that brought us Suikoden created a spiritual successor in the form of Uoden Chronicles 100 Heroes. This ambitious title will bring together over 100 heroes in an epic journey to save the world. A, pre- a prequel to 100 Heroes called Uoden Chronicles Rising was released last May 10th. It served as an introduction to the world of 100 heroes. If you're looking for a 2.5D JRPG, you won't go wrong with this title. Number six, a game that came out just recently is Digimon Survive. Release date was July 29th, 2022. Platform, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Digimon is a tactical RPG? Maybe it was a natural next step seeing as Digimon World 1 was a 3D Pokemon game and the second game was a tamer slash RPG. And let's not forget how Digimon 3 went full RPG. Digimon Survive is part choice-based narrative and part tactical RPG. Your choices determine your Digimon's evolutionary path and they battle other Digimon on a grid. We are more than a month away from release, and we gotta say, this is one of our most anticipated games of the second half of 2022. Number 5. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Tentative release date, winter 2022. Platform, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, and PC. 
<laughs> it says, look, we can only have so much Final Fantasy on this list. And seeing as how Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two won't be coming out until late 2023 or early 2024, we might as well have the Final Fantasy VII game that's coming out this year on our list. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is a faithful remastering of the original PSP game of the same name. A direct prequel to Final Fantasy VII, it tells the story of Zack and how his story made VII possible in the first place. There's also a glimpse of a sane Sephiroth before he knew the truth. You know what? Let's stop it there. Number four, Sea of Stars. Tentative release date, 2023. Platform, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Among all the indie JRPGs coming out this year, Sea of Stars is definitely on the top of that list. The animations alone make this title stand out, even when compared to classical JRPGs of the 16-bit era. And the game itself doesn't promise to revolutionize the JRPG landscape. It only aims to modernize the classical RPG in terms of turn-based combat storytelling, exploration, and interactions with the environment, while still offering a hearty slice of nostalgia and good old simple fun. Number three, Final Fantasy 16. Tentative release date, summer 2023. Platform, PS5. Final Fantasy 16 has a lot riding on it. We don't get as many mainline Final Fantasy games as often as we used to, and each one we get seems like a further and further departure from what we've come to know as a Final Fantasy game. Maybe that's just the times telling us to get with it or something, but Final Fantasy XVI's announcement brought fresh enthusiasm to a franchise that's mainly focused on remakes and online content. Hopefully when this game comes out in summer 2023, we get the next step in the Final Fantasy games. Goodness knows we don't need another Final Fantasy XV this soon. Hey, I take offense to that. I liked Final Fantasy XV. I know people have their thoughts about it, but I thought it was a great game. Number two, a game that has released recently and one that I know a lot of you are enjoying... And that would be Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Came out July 29th, 2022 for the Nintendo Switch. You know you've made it big in Nintendo when you have an entire Direct mostly dedicated to you. Nintendo is really hyping this game up for its big launch in more than a month. There's a good reason for this. Xenoblade Chronicles is a much-beloved series that's part of the greater Xeno franchise. It'll be bittersweet when this game comes out as it is the conclusion of the Xenoblade Chronicles trilogy. And it's been one hell of a ride. And what, what, what better way to end it than with a bang? And number one, tentative release date to be announced. Platform to be announced. Donald and Goofy, assuredly there. Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts 4 is many years away from release and is probably too early to put it at number one, but that's fine. This is a list of upcoming JRPGs 2022 and beyond, after all. The reaction to the announcement alone warranted so much hype for the game, and we were already a couple of years removed from the last Kingdom Hearts game. Things are quiet right now, but the moment anything gets announced about this game, the hype train continues to chug along as if day one of the initial announcement. There's just no denying that this is the effect Kingdom Hearts has on many people worldwide. Though for the sake of fairness, if there are no announcements for the game come next February, we'll take it down a few pegs for our next list. No biggie. But until then, this is the most anticipated JRPG, at least of SeriousGaming.com. And that's the list. And with that, that's going to be the show. So I hope that list didn't suck too bad. It was uh, <laughs> not as good as I was hoping it would be. I was hoping it would flesh out a little more when I was uh, first clicking on it and looking through it. It looked better, but I guess I was reading over a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> but anyways, uh, enough about that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. So let's run into some house cleaning real quick, and I will let you all get back to your wonderful, wonderful lives and enjoy your weekends. So if you'd like to check us out on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash the JRPG report. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, it is at JRPG report. 
Um, if you would like to support the show, which would really, really mean a lot to me, um, you can go to patreon.com slash JRPG report, kick in a couple bucks. Uh, it'll give you access to the episodes early. Uh, it'll give you access to the episodes, uh, that I'm going to do just for the Patreon eventually. Um, and then also you'll get to see the let's plays that I'm doing over there and you get your shout out in each and every episode, much like these wonderful, wonderful people, Kim C, Jake W, Jordan K, Kalarian, Taylor F, and Master Loot. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. You literally helped me keep the lights on in my house, and uh, that means a lot. Uh, also, if you'd like to hear more of me, you can go check me out on the Steam Machine Podcast, which is a bi-weekly PC gaming show. Uh, we just wrapped up doing Final Fantasy VII. That was a blast. I encourage you all to go check out the, those episodes and uh, some of the other JRPG episodes that we've done. I believe that our, our most downloaded episode is actually the Tales of Basaria, which was me and old, our buddy James talking about that. So if that is something that sounds like it would interest you, go and check it out, the Steam Machine podcast. And if you're looking for something a little more uh, adult-oriented and you're just looking for some laughs, uh, you can check out me and my buddy on Yab's Pod, yet another BS pod. And uh, yeah, we'll hope to make you laugh over there. But it's definitely uh, don't listen to that one around the kids. <laughs> and on that note, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being the wonderful people that you are and helping support the show, be it by through the Patreon or just downloads and listens. It means the world to me that you come back and listen to my voice each and every week. So I will leave you with this. I hope your weekend is just as amazing as finding a nice shiny Pokemon. So take that shiny Pokemon. Get back out there and level up.